Now, I know there's a delay, but it'll work out because I'll just match up the claps. So on the count of three, we're going to do our best to clap together. Ready? One, two, three. Wow, that's a good delay. <laughs> Welcome to After the Final Pour, brought to you by The Malting Hour. I'm one of your hosts, Tony Golick, joined always with Brandon Winninger. And it's Friday night. <laughs> it's Friday <laughs> dun, night for dun, us. Dun. Yeah, Brandon, this is something we haven't done in a while. Uh, you and I being in... What, what, what did you just take a sip of? What was that? What were you drinking? Let's see. Uh, O'Shea's Hoppy Lager. Is that from the Aldi uh, Christmas thing? The bottle is, but that's not what's in there. Oh. What did you buy? Um, what is actually in there um, was my pedestrian. Oh, they put it in there quite a while ago. And then when you told me that I gave you that um, the bottle and it was flat, yeah, <clears throat> this was in the fridge. So I cracked that open. <laughs> I've been sipping on that. And I'm like, it's not flat. So, yeah, well, you capped it, right? You, you, yeah, you put I, it in yeah, the glass bottle. It. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Bottling is the oh. way to go. I mean, hey, you had a technically that's the 10% beer, isn't it? The Belgian triple or not? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't drink all of it. I poured some of it off because it was like, oh, nice. It was tasting weird and I thought it was like bad. And then I went back and I said, I was like, okay, maybe I'm just, I'm off, but yeah. could be from the bottle, sitting yeah. in the bottle, whatever. That's okay because uh, before we did this episode, I drank a Revolution Unsessionable. Uh, How's the double or triple IPA? 100 IBUs, 10%. So, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good for so, uh, so you don't know what it's labeled as, but I I, I know I, I know you said it was a hundred IBUs. Um, what was your shit? What's your quick review of that? Uh, man, you know my my review on it. Uh, was that your first time having it? No, no, no. And by the way, it's just an imperial oh. IPA. This is my <clears> second time having it. It's been a while, I think, since they released it. Um, it's been a long time since. I had a Imperial IPA that was 100 IBUs. I remember when I first got into craft beer and homebrewing, Hop Stupid from Lagunitas was like my go-to beer because you can get a bomber for like five bucks. And that's like, I don't know, 9%, 100 IBUs. Yeah. So I just wanted all the booze, all the hops, uh, you know, and a cheap price. And it's a delicious beer. Yeah. You know, as time has gone on, I've discovered other types of IPAs, hazy IPAs, <clears throat> English IPAs, uh, you know, different styles in general. So I stopped kind of seeking out these type of beers. And when I saw Rev was releasing it again, I got excited. So I decided to buy it and I drank it. And it reminded me that not all IPAs need to be hazy and juicy. I know I've, this is, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. I love <laughs> those types of uh, beers, but the next beer I'm going to brew, which hopefully... Next week or so, I'm going to do a West Coast IPA. So this Ooh. is just kind of pushing me into that direction. I granted it is a 10% uh, 
IPA with uh, six different hops in it. Uh, what do they have in there? That was Centennial, Cascade, Galaxy, Chinook, Amarillo, and Citra. So we're hitting all the, the <laughs> awesome fucking. I love all those hops. Those I, I brewed with all those hops. So it's uh, it's no wonder that I enjoy it. So I hope why you couldn't enjoy we hop, like why couldn't we have done that with our hop lottery? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Uh, we did a hop lottery. I think we've talked about it on the podcast where in the yeah. brew club, we <clears throat> so many hops and it turned out to be garbage because uh, we didn't know what we were doing. So, but that's not what we're drinking tonight. Tonight for the after the final pour, Brandon, uh, we did a little beer exchange. We're just doing it in separate places tonight because huh. Friday night, we just wanted to be at home <clears throat> and this Genius. is sometimes easier. I don't have to worry about driving home after drinking beers. <laughs> that's always a plus. I've saved everybody. Uh, you recently, if, if everyone's following us, uh, people who are following us on uh, social media recently went to Off Color. And we've we've drank uh, and talked about Off Color. You know, we drank their beers and we've talked about uh, Off Color here in Chicago a few times. And Brandon, you picked up some beers and you even got some bonus beers. But uh, let's talk about what we're drinking tonight. Uh, tonight, <clears throat> we're drinking... One of my favorites from Off Color is their Dino S'mores, but not just, or Dino S'mores, however you want to say it, but not just the regular Dino S'mores. It is the barrel-aged version. Mm. So I, they don't have like a cool description. Well, they do have a little bit of a description on the can, uh, but I do kind of want to read through it. So it's a barrel-aged Imperial Stout, 11% alcohol, gravity is 23, IBUs 40. Percent? Oh, is it, uh, 40. Like percent? No. <clears throat> uh, IBU is 40. Malts are Pal, Vienna, Wheat, Carrot 2, Extra Special, Flaked okay. Oats, Dark okay. Chocolate, okay. Black, and Roasted <laughs> Barley. And the only hops they use are Nugget. I yeah, nugget, love- Nugget's a good, just bittering hop. And I believe that that's why they use, they don't make uh, anything. Like it's, it's not adding any like fruity or other type of flavors. It's, it's, it's kind of like a CTZ, Columbus, Tomahawk, Zeus. Those regardless, those type of hops. regardless of the beer from off color, whether like I thoroughly enjoy it or I just enjoy it. I, the thing I love the most is these descriptions because it gives you the whole, the whole grain bill. Yeah. And if you were so inclined, you could throw this into some beer app and kind of modify it to try to get what you want for this. Um, but anyway, so the secret ingredients is an extra special layer. It says aged for two years in Jim Beam's sixth generation mass distiller Booker Nose namesake. Oh. Booker's batch 2019-02 shiny barrel batch six-year bourbon barrels from warehouse D. E-N-J. Holy hell, like down to the warehouse. That's awesome. That's really cool. That's you know, on, <laughs> on, on, I believe, I'm not mistaken, on all their beers, they have a secret ingredients uh, line that kind of gives you a more in-depth uh, description of the beer that you're drinking. Probably. I, I, there may be one or two I've seen before that, that there's no secret ingredient. It's just this is what it is. Like, Yeah. So... Uh, that's I didn't know that these were aged in Jim Beam barrels. I remember last year they were in, I think I still have the empty bottle back here in my my bar. Um, just because I save a couple of you know bottles that I think are real cool. Uh, I remember this being in a smaller format. I think it was like a god, not a 10 
ounce, but it was smaller. You know what I mean? Eight ounce bottle. It's the same, I think, as the gin uh, beer that you also gave me. It was was that, which I liked. It was a small amount, but I wanted more. I wanted more when I drank it. So I'm really happy to see these now in the 12 ounce cans. So that's pretty exciting. Um, I remember drinking it last year, really enjoying it. Um, I've already smelled this and I've tasted it. Have you done the same yet? Took a smell. (laughs) I have not tasted it yet. Um, I'm getting a lot of barrel. Yeah. Off of this. So it smells like a uh, barrel. I get vanilla. I yep. get like a almost chocolate. I was to say chocolate, like a cocoa. Yeah. Um, that vanilla is very marshmallowy, which Dino S'mores is. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a the, the, the regular Dino S'mores is basically a s'more stout, uh, yeah. you know, and, and, I, I get a lot of, of marshmallow and barrel. And I think the barrel actually is bringing out that marshmallow more that sometimes get lost in certain beers, unless you're putting in some, you know, over the top extract. I don't know how they get the marshmallow in there, but this is really good uh, <clears throat> aroma wise. So I'm going to go. Yeah, into that's, my sip here. that's one thing that they don't identify on the can. Um, Super secret ingredient. Yeah. You know, I'm not mad at them. No, I, w- I mean, you know, you got to keep some stuff secret. I remember uh, I remember when this came out at first and it was like so hard to find. Yeah, it was like like even the, the regular version was just like absolutely off the shelves. It's, and it's still when I do see it on the shelf, there's not many left. It, it might sit yeah. there for a little bit, but it's it doesn't sit there for very long. And I think a lot of no. people also just go to the brewery to buy it because they do a release and you can get it, you know, on the Friday or whenever they do it. Um, my, my first impression of the sip of this is chocolate, bourbon, caramel, marshmallow, vanilla. It's sweet, but there's a nice bitterness, uh, like a dark cocoa. And, um, Man, for all the barrel-aged beers that we have on this show, and I mean, even for, you know, we've gone through at this point when this comes out, I think uh, the second part of our Bourbon County Build Your Own Media Kit, dude, this is kind of, uh, this is up there. This is up there for one of the best barrel-aged beers I've had in a while, Um, mainly because I'm... I'm tasting everything. It's a lot like uh, it reminds me of the odd side atmosphere and attitude where you can taste everything mm-hmm. uh, as you know, everything's changing. And yours is a little bit, probably a little bit warmer than the one that I'm yeah. drinking. Uh, so you might be getting a little bit more. And I feel like it's at the perfect temperature. It's not room temperature. It's, it's, it's cold, but it's not ice cold. And I'm, I'm loving this, man. I, I really am. It's, it's not, it's not too strong. I don't even know what the ABV is on here. 11%. It, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, I <laughs> didn't expect that. I should have, but this is uh, this is nice. This is really nice. This is a good barrel aged beer. I think to it's really cold in Chicago today. Just so you guys know, I don't know when this is coming out, but it's very cold today, as we do this in March. Uh, but this is a fun beer that you could drink during the summer because it is very reminiscent of just having s'mores. Yeah. Yeah, and so the one thing that you didn't note, uh, note, I'm getting, and I think it's the maltiness at the back end. I think that's mm-hmm. kind of complementing that that graham cracker 
esque that they're going for. Yeah, I mean, it's because it's a little bit warmer. I don't know, but it's it definitely could be. I I'm also I also have a hard time when I see beers that say there's graham cracker in it. I have a hard time identifying it. So that could just be me. Well, and we did. Didn't we look up like how to add graham cracker flavor in the beer and like there's yes. extract you can buy and yes, there's extract and there's certain grains to use, uh, which I think I sent you a message of and I have it saved somewhere, which we will uh, and attempt. It, and it may very well be in this extensive grain bill for this beer. Yep. Yeah, actually, you're right. I, I didn't even think uh, about that. Vienna. We and somehow I feel like Kara too was one of those beers or I one, mean, of certain, one of those, uh, I know that Vienna, you know, I talked to a guy at uh, our local homebrew shop, one of our local homebrew shops, Brew and Grow. They had a s'mores porter on tap the last time I went there to pick up grains to brew a beer. And I tried it and I could taste the graham cracker. It tastes like chocolate marshmallow graham cracker. And I think it also, because it was a porter and it wasn't super, you know, super roasty, I was able to taste everything else they put in there. And I said, how did you get that in there? And he did (laughs) tell me what uh <laughs> what grain you use in, and you have to use a certain amount so i'm sure with a little bit of research we can figure out how to make a uh beer that we get the graham cracker and but um yeah I, I it'll be interesting to see as this warms up as we're talking what what i get out of it i will say that i wish how many of these did you buy brandon a four pack Cool, cool, cool. I want to drink another one with you. <laughs> Don't worry, we will. <laughs> no, I know. I just, uh, I'm, I'm. We've we've talked about off color a whole bunch, and and hopefully one day we can have talk them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, talk to off color, or we'll just do a full episode dedicated to their beers and just you know talk about it. Their their beers are really good. They're really good. They try new things. They do traditional styles. They just kind of hit the mark every time they do it. Um, I will say that regular Dino S'mores I haven't had in a while, I don't think. So I can't speak on that. I do know there was a couple of years where maybe it was just my palate. I didn't really care for the regular Dino S'mores. Um, but I, again, <clears throat> uh, the coffee Dino S'mores has always been good. And barrel-aged Dino S'mores is, is no exception. It's just... It's a it's it's rich in a good way. It's yeah. not overly sweet, but I do just want to sit here and and sip on it. I'm not. It, there's a the mouthfeel on it is is kind of kind of thick, not too thick, but there's a bit of a as we've used uh, numerous times recently, viscousness or viscosity to it. Mm. It, it. I guess that goes with the mouthfeel, but yeah, it's yes, of course, of course. It's definitely thicker, and I 100% enjoy that. I like, so when I go for beers, especially a beer that claims to be a s'more stout, yeah. I want it to be a thick beer. Um, and I'm going back to September when we had the Gates of Smordor while camping. I was just gonna reference that, absolutely. That and and that one 100% nailed everything that we wanted. It was. The perfect camping beer. Oh, yeah. Was that barrel aged? I think so. Yeah, I would. I, I'm almost positive. And if it's not, I, I no. I think we talked about how good it would be as a barrel aged beer. Yeah. Regardless. It Either way, it was, yeah. it was it an was, awesome beer. Yeah, I don't think it was, but it was, it was very good. This beer would be awesome uh, for us to take on maybe another camping trip 
this year, this summer, if we decide to do so, because I just feel Somewhere like we're not. I mean, that was a great trip. No, it was a great trip. I loved it. It was a good experience. I want to go back and do that again. <clears throat> but I think this year, maybe we'll just go a little bit closer. That drive home with your busted ankle and me falling asleep in the passenger side was, was no good. <laughs> that was the worst two weeks after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But we I mean, the, the day that we were walking around uh, after you had enough. already hurt after you had already like hurt your oh, ankle yeah. us walking around and finding all these cool spots and the place was empty because it was sunday starting the day off uh you know at a, at a bar what was it uh where i became a member of i have a uh, nielsen's my... pub <laughs> yes and i took the bitter shot like a champ because it's so good um, and they had new glarus on tap i think yeah. yes and uh what was the other brewery that i was really enjoying that had the pallet jack um oh pale ale or it's a wisconsin beer right or wisconsin brewery yeah yeah yeah. uh and they're not far from there and i feel like i should know what it is but i can't think of it right now whatever uh that was a great time that was a great time and this beer would totally fit in with that type of situation or you know sitting in my yard sitting in your yard just as an fya next time if we want to do that i totally recommend us getting one of those cabins Absolutely. Doing that. I don't have to sneak into a cabin for the last night and sleep there and hope I don't get caught and also not wake up at two in the morning on the first night to ask you for your keys to go sleep in your car because it it was uh, so it was Door County Brewing. Yes. uh, Pallet Jack Cruiser. Yes. And that's a a session pale ale or something like that. Session IPA. Session IPA. Yeah. So good. And, uh, you know, there's a guy on a pallet jack and I my my regular jobs in the warehouse. So felt a little connection to that but anyways yeah this uh this would be a great beer for that it's it's a great beer for a night like tonight it's nice and chilly uh you know it it's it's a good sipping beer and i think this beer is gonna sit with me for a little while i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna burn through this a lot of the barrel aged beers that we drink together or or separately i find myself enjoying it so much i go for sip after sip after sip after sip i'm trying to force myself to just enjoy it enjoy yeah let it sit there let it change and if it gets too warm for me there's been times where i've done that before with other beers where i knew i was going to sip on it for a while i think it was a bourbon county of some sort i opened it up poured a bit in the glass popped it back in the back back in the fridge because i wanted to chill it again because i didn't want it to get too warm because i knew i was going to spend a lot of time sipping on it but uh, man, regular Dino S'mores is awesome. Barrel aged Dino S'mores is awesome. You gave me a coffee uh, Dino S'mores as well. That um, you know, if I didn't drink that unsociable, I'd say let's do another after the final pour. But uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. We'll save. I think I'm I'm gonna save that if you if if you're down for us yeah. to do another after the final pour with that totally. and the other beer, the the gin the gin barrel aged beer. So thanks, yeah, man. I'm thanks. S- I, I'm super excited about the gin one. Um, yeah. <clears throat> And Tony and I both like we're not like huge gin fans, but no. the gin barrel aged beers. I know you said that you've had, you've enjoyed, and I think, I think the barrel just brings something different. Like, um, well, it makes, uh, our, our friends over at uh, Lake Effect have had some gin barrel aged beers that yeah. uh, I did enjoy, yeah. uh, and then I, th- I know he's done some other juniper ones and gin. That was a lot, but it was a lot in a good way. Uh, might not be for everybody, but I think gin barrel age uh, beers are kind of fun. And I've talked about it before. My wife has been uh, interested in 
these gin cocktails uh, called Aviations, not the Aviation Gin, but they're called Aviations. There's like uh, Creme de la Violet, uh, Maraschino That's why Cherry. I did not buy her Aviation Gin for Christmas. There you go. <laughs> hey, dude, we, you know, a side note, we made, she made a cocktail, a couple cocktails last Friday. Uh, and when I put the bottle back, or no, when I pulled the bottle out on Friday, the bottle that you guys got us from Maplewood was already half gone. And I was like, what the fuck? Because I thought we didn't go through it. I, I didn't think she opened it yet. Yeah. And apparently we already had opened it and gone through it a couple of times. So we're halfway through that big ass bottle of gin. And then I have a humongous bottle of Bombay Sapphire uh, that I bought around Christmas time because it was on sale for aviation, uh, you know, uh, cocktails. But yeah, I, I think a gin barrel aged beer is fun. You can do something like uh, a Saison, uh, which I don't, I'm not sure what this other one is. Uh, it's a wild uh, ale, I think. <laughs> Ooh. That's fun. Yeah, it is a wild ale. So I, I think you can do a lot of stuff with lighter beers. I think a gin, you could even get clever with doing like a gin barrel age, like pale ale. Like you couldn't keep it in there for very long. But yeah, if you got a way to get some of that gin in there, that would be nice. But uh, slush yeah. it in a barrel and be like, all right, you're Slut, done. <laughs> slush it around, uh, you know, oxidize the shit out of it and then go ahead and keg it and be like mm, what did we do <laughs> uh but yeah man overall i would say uh if i'm gonna give us a rating like we've been doing lately i guess that is a thing that we're doing uh if i'm gonna rate this dino s'mores barrel aged beer um i'm going straight up five on it five out of five it's really good it is hitting everything that i want uh with what they say it is and um i could just i could drink this not regularly but i i i want to keep going back to it i want to keep going back to this and uh i'm throwing it on my list for the Maltese of 2022 baby nice um and i'm I'm going in the same boat and i'm also just because the way we're rating things i'm going to be very peculiar now about you can remember you can do like point whatever well i know no but five is like where i'm at because as like the description on here, isn't nailing what I'm looking for. And it like, it's telling me what it's going to be. And I'm getting all of that. So, yeah, um, yeah. it's uh, for anybody out there who likes adjunct stouts um, or just, you know, a real good sweet barrel aged stout or uh, again, it's not overly sweet. There's a sweetness to it. Um, I wouldn't put this in the category of like a pastry stout. Like mm, it's almost no. there, but not. Yeah, and it, it, it'd be a fun, it, it'd be a great beer in this 12-ounce can format to split with somebody else because you can split this and then move on to something else. Like, if we were together, we'd probably do another after the final pour. Or two. Or three. Or four. And then I'd sleep on your couch and open up one of your bourbons. <laughs> that's the way to do it. All right, I'm on my way. My up- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. Uh, yeah, man, overall, uh, it's great. Thank you for sharing this with me. And if you guys are in the Chicagoland area and can get your hands on it, I, I'm not sure if they still have it at the brewery. Uh, we don't have a fact checker with us to look that up. And Brandon and I are too busy enjoying these beers to look it up <laughs> ourselves. Um, but if you can get it, get it. If you know somebody who has it, uh, ask them to share it with you. If you have it, crack it open. Um, you know, firm believers of not letting stuff age too long, even though Brandon has years upon years of barrel aged beers that some are still very good. Um, yeah, man, you got anything else you want to say? 
No, it's just quickly looking. Uh, the brewery still does, as of right now, as of the this date, recording. Yeah, as of this recording, there. which is March 25th. So it is it's still there. there. Go get go get you guys some. And, uh, well, it's you know, coffee. It, yeah, if you guys get these, uh, crack it open, tag us in it, and let us know what you think, because that would be awesome. And uh, we'd like to know what you guys think. Interactive, uh, you know, social media drinking. At the malting hour. It's really easy to find us. Everywhere, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. Um, all right, man. I think that's gonna be it for uh this episode. Yeah, sweet man. Um, all right, man. Take another sip. <laughs> <laughs> I love the delay because I said, All right, man, as you were saying, I'm gonna take another sip. So I yep. can't wait to hear how this all works out. Uh, all right, buddy. I love you. <laughs> love you too, man. Thanks a lot. Cheers, everybody. Bye. Thanks, off caller. This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmw81, on Twitter, bdub81, and on untapped as bdubdrinksbeer. Tony can be found on Instagram and untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter, the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour. Oh, so good. Stop recording.